Uh, don't forget to put that in front of your mouth. So happy to be back in the studio to be All right. heckled. <laughs> this is Sigmund Sense. It's our podcast. I was like, how do I start this? <laughs> how do I start this? Right. I'm Josh Sigmund, and I'm a mortgage lender. I'm also a geek for money, not just earning it and saving it, but literally everything about it. I love that money has rules. It has its truths. I love investment strategies, and I love making money work for us. For so many, money is emotional. For me, it's logical, like a puzzle. My passion is also helping others with their money. I love looking at people's finances, dissecting their puzzle, and rebuilding with strategy and purpose. And I'm really good at it. I'm making this podcast about my money strategies, not the things that are written in books or sold in programs. It's a podcast outlining the lessons I've learned and used for the past 15 years. These strategies help me and those who use them save more, give more, create wealth, and retire early. Let me teach you how to build your net worth. You ready? Welcome to Sigmund Sense. Uh, well, first of all, I'm just happy that we're ish starting to get back to normal. Yeah. I know that we're, you know, everyone's still shut down and I've been talking to myself in a, in this empty room without you for a couple episodes. So I know the episodes lag and, uh, I mean, I just can't imagine just they're now, anywhere near as good without me. Well, of course not. Of course I can't <laughs> Is that make what you meant of, by lag? I can't. Right. I can't make fun of you. It's oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, welcome back to another episode of Sigmund Sense and, uh, really appreciate those of you that have liked and subscribed us for sure. And I know that a lot of people are starting to share it. So please do that for us. Totally. Um, but today we want to talk about some hacks, some saving hacks. So fun. And, uh, you know, it's, you start with the big picture in mind, right? You kind of go through this whole process of, you know, do I care about money? Yes. Okay. What do I want to do with a budget? Do I care about budgets? Yes. And then you start working on those budgets, but you know, at some point you start to think about all the little things that start to add up totally. and, you know, habit wise outside of the very boring, you know, hey, count your nuggets at the end of every single month and see what's right. left. There are some things that on a daily basis that, that we can do. And, and we got, we have some of our advice of, of the, some of the hacks that we do, mm-hmm. but then we also uh, got some of our, our followers and Facebook friends to kind of chime in and give some hacks as well. So for the next hour or so, we want to talk about, you know, 15 to 25 hacks that, you know, people do on a regular basis that actually do add up and make a big difference. Absolutely. What's, uh, what's some of these stand out more to me now than before, just because, uh, my gas bill has been amazing for the last two I months. I mean, right? I had to get uh, gas the other day and literally was like, what side is my gas tank on? It's been a month. I haven't gotten gas in a month. Right. And then on top of that, in the last uh, two months, the price of gas has gone from mm-hmm. like two fifty dollars to buck twenty-five. I filled up my tank for twenty-three dollars. Yeah, I remember doing that in high school. For real. Right. And but it was thanks to one of my hacks, the fuel rewards. I had so many fuel rewards racked up <laughs> because you get them on like purchases within the store as well. So I get so to use all those plus the cheap gas. That's awesome. And my so, car's big. Yeah, I just want to kind of dive into this stuff and just try, try and think of some daily things that a lot of us do and don't even think about anymore. But it, it, somebody gave you the good idea and you kind of gravitated. And the hope of this episode would be that maybe two or three of these things that mm-hmm. uh, you're going to do anyways, you can just kind of switch and use, whether it's a card type or a savings vehicle or yeah. you know just a little bit of a forethought. And it adds up over time. It so, does. It does. Um, I'm going to let you start this time. So why don't okay. you pick one? I think, you know, we've got, what, 25 or 30 in front of us, but we'll kind of go back and forth and 
let's work through some hacks. But what's one of the your favorite ones that you do that you think makes a big uh, big difference? Okay, so in no particular order. In no particular order. Um, let's talk about entertainment. Let's talk about entertainment. Please, because I'm bored since the Bored. So let's remember the days when we used to eat at restaurants and go to the movies. Um, It is. So we are a family of five. Y'all are a family of five. So Mm -hmm. to go to the movies, it is the most astronomical price ever. 150 bucks. 100 bucks. Uh, Once you get tickets and of course now you have beer and wine and a full menu and not just popcorn and drinks. Um, so entertainment can get very, very out of control. So some things that we have suggested and come up with as far as how you can still do those things, but get a more reasonable cost is going to matinees. So, um, you know, going to an earlier show, one of my favorite things to do, um, is go to your favorite restaurant, but sit at the bar and I love the bar atmosphere anyway. So the prices are better. You can go at happy hour and they have, you know, $5 wines or $7 wines. And then usually a pretty rockin' appetizer menu as well, mm-hmm. but you can also order off the menu and it just is a cheaper experience. Um, so I think that's a huge yeah. one. Then the other one, as far as entertainment goes is, um, uh, utilizing the restaurants that have the two for one. Yep. So Olive Garden and Maggiano's for sure. And I know there's others, but if you buy a fettuccine Alfredo, then you, they send you home with one. Um, and so you can take it home, feed your family with that one or freeze it or whatever. So utilizing yeah. all of those for your entertainment purposes is huge in saving money. So do you do any of those? Do you remember? I don't. I, I do actually order pizza though and okay. lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I was just thinking about my family's not really a leftover family. Um, so I'm trying to imagine going and getting a twofer, but what we do do, do on you, the flip side. Do you side, and your kids go, like, do you as a family yep. go out to eat together at restaurants? A lot. Yeah. Do you so, really? Yes. A, we a lot. really don't. We, it's either me and Randy. Oh uh, no, we go a lot. So, so it's funny that you bring that up because what we do though on the, on the flip side is, um, you know, we regulate what kids buy too, right? Okay. Meaning if we go to a restaurant and there's, there's $7 plates and $20 plates on the same menu, which is quite often the case, you yeah. go like a Chili's or something mm-hmm. like that or, uh, whatever. Um, you know, my eight year old, God bless her is not going to eat a $15 or $20 plate. Um, right. She'll leave half of it and it'll just frustrate me, right? And you don't and even so, eat, you don't even eat restaurant right, leftovers, right? So what we do is we'll take a we'll take a you know get a burger, but if it's going to be a big, we'll ask portion size. Like, how is this a big salad or a small salad? If it's a big salad, we split it split two ways, it, yeah. right? If it's a big hamburger, you split that in, down the middle. Yeah. Um, and I think that people just fail to do that more often than not, right? Yeah. Um, but but it's we just will being a, we will crush some restaurant leftovers. Really. It's like my favorite thing to have, especially Italian I eat food. it all at the table. I have no leftovers. I'm a huge man. I'm Not a 6'5". I eat like a bird. <laughs> I eat like a bird, so I always have so many leftovers. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I will tell you, that, uh, too, past, that, past the happy hours and things like that, there's some uh, deals that a lot of restaurants do on Tuesdays and on Sundays. Oh, yeah. You know, like um, uh, there's a couple of restaurants that actually have invested in one of them, but they'll do rainy, rainy day specials. Oh, how fun. So when you get an email that comes out and it's a rainy day special, uh, one of our local Greek restaurants, Papulis, you literally go down there. It's like half price. Oh, nice. Just to drive traffic to it. It's nice. the same freaking food. It's just half the price. Yeah. You're trying to keep people keep in, people in, in the space. Yeah. Right. Um, I can say. Uh, I think about like Perry's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday's. Per- 
They're Fridays for their pork chop. Their pork chop, if you've never been to Perry Steakhouse, and I'm not getting paid for this, I'm just telling you it's this the best pork chop, chop in all the world. You know, that pork chop is oh. about a 50 ouncer. I mean, it's a huge, huge pork chop. And, you know, it's literally a third or half the price totally, yeah. just because it's Friday. So mm-hmm. just starting to pay attention to, um, you know, where, where their specials are. And it's just a being cognitive of it. If you're cognitive totally. of it, it'll be okay. And uh, during this COVID-19 and uh-huh. isolation and everything, one of the things that has been fun is all the curbside deals that yep. have been going on. My favorite one so far, well, I have two favorites. Well, your favorite is alcohol being picked up. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yes. Outside of that, um, Hop Dotty. $5 burger and fry combo. They are so good. Yep. And you go to the restaurant, you're $12 for the burger alone. And then you have to do the side of fries because they don't come with fries. So uh, $5 meal deals there. And then the other one at Green River Grill. Green River Grill sauce. Oh my yep. goodness. They have every day they have a different special. Mm-hmm. And we went and picked up four chicken fried steaks, mashed potatoes, gravy, veggies, salad, dessert, everything. $25. That's crazy. That is family meals. That is a yep. steal. I think the the whole point is is that uh, where I think most people screw up with food in the first place, which actually goes into a hack that we were going to talk about a little bit further down, but um, I think people are reactive. You know, you're driving to and from sports when there's sports going on. You're dri- you're yeah. you know you didn't think in advance, and so you're halfway through your week and you're just freaking hungry. So what do you do? You just stop and yeah. eat or whatever sounds good. You go to for lunch or whatever. So let's kind of dive into those for yeah, additional for hacks. Sure. For sure, you know, I, I would say that uh, the most obvious thing that I've seen with my budget going down uh, over this last eight weeks has actually been just lunch. Uh, I eat a turkey sandwich 100% every single day for the last eight weeks without exception. (laughs) Uh, Turkey sandwiches are remarkably inexpensive when you buy (laughs) a loaf of bread (laughs) and turkey and you know, even uh, you go all out and throw some lettuce and tomatoes on there. The point is, is that uh, prepping your own food, which goes into also packing your own lunch. Pack your lunch. Um, you know, yeah, it's okay to act like you're still back in high school. If you're trying to save money, you yeah, want to save money. Get a cute little um, and, and I know that when I'm at my work environment every single day, every day, without exception for the every last day. 18 years of working yeah. at Legacy, I've eaten lunch out and with somebody. So I'm not even buying my own lunch. I'm usually <laughs> buying two uh, or three or four. Right, so exactly. uh, it's, it's one of those deals where just the preparation and looking at it a week in advance. I know you do some prepping on Sundays yeah. or typically you do anyways. I don't know if yeah. you're still doing it right now, but what, what, what does that look like? Not as strong, not as strong, but uh, the need isn't as strong either because mm-hmm. I'm at home. And so as long as I know, um, kind of a, have an outline of right. here's what we're having for lunches, here's what we have and here's what we have for dinners, the need mm-hmm. to like truly like prepare everything is not as great. Um, but no, that's exactly right. I mean, it goes to anytime you have to make a decision in the moment because nothing is ready or prepared, or you don't know what you're going to have to eat. That's where bad choices come from for sure. Um, so, which also you brought this up, uh, you said when you pick up kids from sports, um, what's the quickest way to get these people fed because they're all hungry. Um, I actually have started, um, well, when we used, when we used to do sports, um, putting a snack, they're coming back. They are coming back. I know baseball starts June 1st and I am like a little, all I can think about is how hot it's going to (laughs) be. Summer ball is brutal. Um, a snack basket in the car. So when they're done with their sports, at least they have something to hold them over till you get home. And then, Hopefully you have something prepared 
for dinner when they yep. get home. So just something to curb the appetite, give yep. them something to snack on, and I keep that in the car. And that's helped well, a lot. I'll tell you that this actually goes into just staying in shape too, prepping and planning what your oh. meals are going to be. Yeah. So you don't have to think about it. It's super helpful. You know, one of the things uh, I do a lot of stuff. I waste a lot of money too. Everyone does. I waste a lot of money. Uh, my wife's favorite way to irritate me is by having 30 of the same condiments. Um, so if you go into my fridge right now, her favorite way to make sure that I'm irritated is to have 15 mustards and yeah. 14 ketchups. And why? It's because if she's gonna, if, even if we're going to make hamburgers at home or, or mustard at home, Rather than taking the two steps to go look in the fridge and look and say, it, oh, we, like, do, we already have 14 is, of these. This is what goes with hamburgers, right. so we buy it all. Buy it all, right. Um, so that is frustrating. Now, I have not taken over the role of ordering our food, so have, I cannot complain. I am not complaining. I'm very happy. Mustard, I, I eat Bubba. very well, and I love that mustard <laughs> that she buys. Um, but, you know, you think about it, it's a really good indicator when you look at your into your refrigerators as a whole. Nothing infuriates me more than food waste, especially yeah. these days. Like when you start to really appreciate, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know when this one's going to actually air, but this last week there was a whole scare of, you know, pork and chicken food mm. shortage nationwide because of COVID going into some of the plants. And so all of a sudden I appreciate the fact that I'm a hunter and I've got lots yeah. of meat. I have freezers full of meat. Um, but when you start thinking about the importance of, not wasting Don't and throwing waste away. It, it, it drives it. me nuts. Yeah. And when you look at it, there's basically about nothing you can buy at HEB these days, our local grocer, for less than five bucks. Yeah. Like, so if we have too many strawberries or too many bananas, it's every time something hits the trash can, I don't want to think about it. I just compute five bucks, five bucks, five, five bucks, yeah. five bucks, five bucks, yes. just hitting there. And you add that up by the hummuses and you add that up by the well, anything that could go to waste. It drives me freaking nuts. And produce, especially. Produce. Oh, God. And it's because I want to buy enough so I don't have to go back to the grocery store when in all reality, my ass is going back to the grocery store. But anyways, now, it, we're yep. going to go back. Yep. Right. Um, and that's honestly with the meal prepping and all of that. That was the biggest yep. thing was literally stocking the refrigerator in the pantry on Sunday and that baby was yep. empty. Yep. Like where's the fit, you know, and then you just refill it back up yep. and then, you know, adjusting to figure out how much lettuce and salad mix and things like that you actually need. Yep. Um, and then you can dial down on that. Well, you also get into, you know, the, that the side benefit also is you're in better shape because okay. when you yes. look out and plan out your week in, in, in advance, mm -hmm. you know what you're going to need each, each day. Logically, when we're not hungry, we'll plan better. We like, we're like, well, I don't really need that. And yeah. But uh, I'll tell you, last night, uh, Christy gave me the green light on ordering out uh, Italian. Oh. I haven't had Italian out in, in eight weeks. And I was How like, was give it? me the damn chicken parmesan <laughs> now. <laughs> Given the option, Where did you I will go? take that 2,000 calorie meal. Uh, Caparelli's <laughs> is right by our house. Oh, I love Caparelli's. So we went to yeah. Caparelli's and uh, damned if I didn't power drive all 2,000 calories. <laughs> but it's because she asked me what I wanted to eat at 6 o'clock at night. You know, like bad she's, choices she's, she's made. She's no fool. She's bad like, choices I, we, are getting, yeah. we are eating out tonight. It's kind of like the same as beer goggles, right? Bad choices <laughs> bad are made the later in the day as it is. So if bad you're driving home from... Choices. From uh, soccer practice and it's people are hungry. It's like Chick Fil A, no problem I at all. Mean, if you're driving home from work and it's late at night, like you're gonna have. I just want the fastest thing to feed these people and get yes. them in bed. <laughs> yep, because you want to get in bed. <laughs> because I'm done. I'm or done go to your for wine. Day. One of the two. Get my wine. Next one. What's what? Uh, I want to skip past food. I want to go to Acorn. 
Acorn's one of my new Let's recent favorites. Let's talk about this. I want to take it it came Acorn. up in my Facebook post did that really? I did. Yes. Who and brought it up? Uh, Ricky Hardy. Say hi. Up. Oh, I like Ricky. Ricky. Um, yes. Justine's um, best friend. Yes. And so she um, specifically said, Acorn's uh, Roundup app is in parentheses, shaves yep. pennies from my account every day. Yep. And before you know it, it adds up to a vacation. Yeah. So basically what Acorn is, for lack of better terms, is uh, imagine the old school proverbial jar that you or your dad had in the house that you empty your, your pants and throw all the change in it. Um, and then, you know, if it, I used to do this for a lot of times. I don't know if you guys have before, but I used to even have the old water jug, the plastic water jug that's yeah. about, you know, five gallons. And, you know, you fill it up that much and you don't that's, think it's a lot of money, but yes, it's hundreds of dollars hundreds of, of change. Dollars. Yeah. Well, what Acorn does is it's effectively doing the same thing by scraping your bank accounts for change. Okay. You know, instead of, it basically rounds up your bank account. So if you have a thousand bucks, you have a thousand bucks, not a thousand and twelve cents. Right? Okay. Uh, so, so you download the app, connect it to your right. bank account. And there's also credit, there's, they have a credit card uh, service that they use as well. But what ends up happening is every single day or every week, they, they're scraping any of the round numbers, right? So if you have a credit card use yeah, uh, with their Acorn credit card, they scrape the, the, okay. the, the, the cents. And it goes off, again, it's always when it's out of sight, out of mind, you don't think For much sure, of it. Yeah. It just kind of goes off into the side account, but it also, that side account is actually invested. So it's not just a oh my gosh, zero okay. interest deal and it's not going to make you a lot of money. That's not the point, but it's not the point. It's it, money that yeah. you don't need because God knows no one picks up pennies off the street anymore. Oh, just, I do. Because I, someone told me one time <laughs> that if you're not willing to pick up the penny off the ground, why will you ever be blessed with money? Well, I love that answer. Uh, so you have to pick up so your pennies. So I actually do pick up pennies. I was just making fun of myself for the record. You do uh, pick up pennies? I do. I can't, not, I, I can't step over it. You can't. Well, do you pick up the ones that are on reason, tails? Uh, I do. Okay. I don't, I'm well, not no superstitious wonder you have all this way. bad luck. But I do that old, uh, <laughs> that old uh, what was that? There was a saying of uh, you tri tripping, over, tripping over dollars to save pennies. Yes, yes, yes. Something yes. like that, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like it's stupid to, to trip over money, period. Absolutely. So just pick it up. Pick. You got to pick Plus, them up. Plus, it's litter. Like, I, I'm compelled to pick up the litter. It's it's not natural. I should pick it off the ground. Do you pick up the litter, too? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and I don't throw litter out my, my window. Never. In fact, I've gotten road rage twice in my life. Both times were because I watched Never. somebody throw something out the front window. I don't litter either. Don't mess Good with Texas. Don't, me yeah. don't mess with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so, bottom line with Acorn is, you've probably experienced something like it before. If you've gone to a... a um, any kind of retail shop, and when you're checking out, yes. it says, would you like to round up to the next dollar for this charity? Charity, right. Right. It's the same thing. It's just basically yeah. rounding dollars, rounding dollars, rounding dollars. And that over a long period of time, especially with multiple transactions. Mm -hmm. um, and, and now that everyone's buying everything through Amazon, shit, Amazon's stock is through the I roof right now. I can't even. Uh, everyone buying everything remotely. Uh, yeah. There's lots of those transactions happening totally. on a daily basis. Uh, probably more. I'm so totally going to do that. Before. That's going to be my Acorn's an my easy one. one. Yeah. Acorn's a very easy one. So that's going to be my, things like start. that are if you just make the quick switch, mm -hmm. it just starts working for you. It's kind of like you your 401k. It. The first time you start your 401k, you're like, well, what's a hundred bucks going to do for me? And then you woke up and you got six figures in it. Yeah. It's like it just goes faster than you think. It well, does. actually, so I was like, like am I going to be? I'm not going to have any money on my paycheck once I put all of this. So I really have to put you all of pouted. this away. You did. Pout. Oh, I pouted for a very <laughs> long time. I'm like, when I can't get the kids their monogrammed lunchboxes, I'm coming knocking on your door. <laughs> 
What's your next one? Jeez, what a brat. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, autofill household goods. Auto- oh, yeah. I taught you that one. I taught you those with, with spices. Spices? Yeah, uh, when it was it basically like, I'd gone like- into Amazon and it said I was trying to buy pepper. And then at the same time as you buy it, it says, do you want to keep on receiving this every month? Oh. I taught you that. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I see it made a big impact on you. <laughs> Thank Jesus. Thank you so much. Who needs a co-host like you? <laughs> um, so <laughs> Amazon subscribe and save is yep. rock star because there is nothing more frustrating to me than running out of paper towels or running out of toilet paper. And then you have to go to Walgreens because it's 10 o'clock at night and buy a four pack that costs $98. It drives right. me crazy. And so this Amazon subscribe and save, I actually, am I'm not a huge, like, um, uh, price shopper compare, but I actually did because I was super interested to see what the difference is and honestly to sell it to Randy because he's a Sam's shopper. Like he Mm -hmm. loves his Sam. So he's like, I'll just get it from Sam's. I'm like, yeah, but that's the plan we've been on and we're still going to Walgreens. Like, so I price shopped it out. Um, Amazon is less expensive than both of those. And the more frequently you order, I think the less or the more of a discount you get. And it's just on auto refill and you can set your timeframes of when you want everything yep. delivered. Yep. Um, it's so great. It's so great. And so we do that for most paper products and then um, detergents and things like that. So you don't ever have to, to worry about Does it about work those. with toilet paper right now? Yeah, actually. So um, right before we left for spring break, which was an, essentially when we came, we came back to Mayhem. Um, and that was the week after spring break was the first week that the kids couldn't go to school. Right. right before we left, we got a huge shipment of toilet paper and paper towels. And so we've been good. We have missed tw- uh, two. They send an email and just say it's going to be delayed. Hmm. But we have not gone toilet paperless. <laughs> that's, Details. That's, that's good. Details. That's good. That's good. Because I was, I was going <laughs> to shake your hand, but now I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> I mean, we could have bought it at HEB, but so anyways, auto point fill, is, it's been uh, auto great. Fill, you digress. Autofill, autofill the things that um, when you have to go and get them late at night, it's just right. it's a total ripoff. Right. It's a total ripoff. So, um, and you don't have to think about it. It's more efficient. Yep. Less to think about, better for your brain. Which so, goes, yeah, absolutely. It's less decisions. We've less spoken decisions. About the, yes. Or I should say fewer decisions, right? Uh, yes. One of my favorite ones to talk about, uh, which is a good hack, is actually contesting your property taxes. People, oh, yes. people so don't I've, do that. I've never done this before because okay, I've heard the, it's scary. Oh, no. It's shoot. No? Uh, you just missed it by a week. So you won't do it this year. You'll do it next year. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you know, in the mortgage, so anyone that owns a owns a home regularly is in every couple of years at at maximum, but ideally every year need to contest their taxes. So let me explain how this works. So you have a property, uh, whatever the tax rate is, is what the, uh, is based on the appraised value that the county gives. Mm-hmm. The county assesses your property at two hundred thousand. Okay, two and a half percent means you got five thousand dollars of taxes. If they assess it at two hundred thousand, now remember that the county appraisal values does not mean your house is worth, worth that, that amount. Much. So right. it's truly working against you. It does not help you for that number to go up. Okay, the the value of your house is based on a residential appraisal, and when a buyer is willing to pay whatever the seller wants, that price is what it's worth. Right. But when it comes to 
taxes, there are uh, maybe 100, 200 uh, employees downtown San Antonio as an example for a couple million households, okay? Mm -hmm. And what they'll do is, this is a revenue source for any city that anyone's in and is, and is listening from. And so a great way to increase revenue to the city is what? Keep on bouncing up those property taxes right. because it might only be 100 or $200 a year to you, which might be 10 to 20 bucks a month to you. So you're not going to feel it and you don't think it's worth working on. But that times an extra 2 million households yeah. is a huge revenue increase in any city. Um, and now, when your property taxes go up, yep. your mortgage will go, your mortgage, your mortgage will go, right? Well, the payment, whether the tax are in or out of the mortgage will determine whether it will go up or not. But the answer is yes, your annual budget goes up, period. It's just gone. The money's like, uh, taxes are paid first, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Whether it's IRS, you know, federal government or then state government or local yeah. government, tax are always paid first. And so if you don't pay those taxes, they'll take your damn house. So be, believe me, they're going to get their money. Right. My point is, is let's go back to my first house. My first house I bought was in Shirts, Texas. I bought for like 129 Actually, I didn't qualify for it, so my wife bought it. That's right. Uh, but uh, 129 uh, Shirts, Texas has gone up in value significantly. Mm -hmm. We still keep it as an investment property. So when we left the property, we retained it. Um, it was a old Pulte neighborhood. So it's it's Cracker Jack Box neighborhood. It's a great house for a first-time yeah. homebuyer. Um, but... Uh, the point is that house was built 30 times over in, in a two mile yeah. square area, right? Um, and so I can tell you right now that my realtor friends listening will tell you that I could probably sell that old house for about 225. Okay. But I'm being taxed around 190. Okay. And the reason is, is that every single year I keep on arguing the taxes. Okay. And the whole point is that going back to, there's about a hundred people between appraisers and people working at the, at downtown, in that case, Guadalupe County, but Bear County, um, and most people don't contest taxes like yourself. Right. So the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm -hmm. If you just contest and oh. say, hey, I don't agree with this value, it's faster and easy for, easier for them to say, okay, you're right. We won't let it go up as much. What do you have to give them? to? Uh, so the best, you don't have to give them anything. Uh, but what's advisable is just to have your best realtor friend or whoever helped you buy the property do a comparative market analysis and have them dumb it down. So instead of trying to build up the value for an appraisal, you're actually trying to trying find to the worst other. comps in the neighborhood and drive the low, the price as low as possible. You also would want to point out things that appraisers wouldn't know. So for example, if your house is 30 years old and you have a foundation issue, uh, the average appraiser driving by doesn't know that, but mm -hmm. that's a major value hit. So you would let them know, hey, I've got a foundation issue and it will affect the value. If, it seems if it's such a weird like flip in yes, mindset. <laughs> it is, but you're, you're, it's a... So just put it this way. If you, I've seen as much as a $200,000 valuation difference Holy moly. between what was being taxed and worth, a $300,000 taxation, $500,000 value, $200,000 appraisal That's difference. That's huge. At 2.5%, you're talking yeah. massive money. You're talking $5,000. Totally. You're talking, you know, 400 bucks a month difference in the monthly payment just because they argued it. On top of that, take it a step further. Um, I do refinances all the time too. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to me how many people fail to file their basic exemptions that they're entitled oh, to. Yes, yes, yes. Right? If you occupy the property as your primary residence, you get a homestead exemption. You're guaranteed it, but you have to fill out the one form. Yeah. Uh, it happens on January 1st. Uh, you have to occupy the property in Texas, anyways, on January 1st. If you mm -hmm. occupy it on January 1st, you can qualify for the homestead exemption. If you're over 65, guess what? You qualify for the over 65 exemption. If you're a disabled vet, you don't have to pay taxes That's at all huge. if you're 100% disabled. And if you're partially disabled, there's another uh, in-between discount. Uh, discount as well. 
But when I'm talking with people, I'm like, hey, even if you don't do a refinance with me, I just want to let you know you've never filed your 100% disability. Like you're paying $6,000 a year every year for as long as you forgot. That's a big one. That you is know, so it's the, again, it's, it's outside our mind. People right. don't read their paper. You know what, what? So for future reference, so like I said, you're too late. Uh, for our city, it was, I think it was May 15th was the final date that you had to do it. It was okay. last Friday. I know that, whatever that day was. Uh, my point is, is that every April or May, every municipality sends out their anticipated values. Okay. So this is what we're going to praise. So you read it because it'll say last year, this year. If it goes down, don't contest it. Uh, it does go down sometimes. If it goes up, contest it. Contest it. Yeah. Um, and, and it's. Uh, I started that one. And they too. can say no. And also, one last step. So some of you viewers might literally think, I don't have the, I don't have the time. It's not enough money to, to mess with. There are companies that, um, that you can hire that you don't actually pay a check to. What you get is they get 25% of what they save what you. What they save you, yes. So if you don't want to deal with it, you sign up to a, There's law firms. There's lots of subscription services out there that they'll go contest. They'll go down the courthouse. They'll do all that or the, the appraisal district for you. If they save nothing, it costs you nothing. If they save you a hundred bucks, it's going to cost you 25 of the hundred bucks you saved. Yeah. So it's just really go. smart ways to do things. Uh, to me, that's a life hack. And, and so think about investors that have multiple properties. It's totally. compounded. You know, I, I had to do this. Uh, you know, Chris Hawker, I saw did one of the comments mm -hmm. of, of his tips, but he's, you know, uh, he's one of my property managers and does the primary amount of all my properties. And, um, and he specifically, uh, um, help me do CMAs with all my different properties to help drive it down. Because what happens for my rent? I have more rent. I get more yeah. cash flow on it just because he helped me fight my taxes. Totally. I love it. I love that. And I think the other hack that you threw in there was the exemptions. Make sure you're filing for, for the exemptions yep. that, um, that you qualify for. Um, okay. We talked about that one. Um, let's talk about rewards programs. Oh, yeah. Cause I feel like you're really good at talking about that. Um, so a lot of times if you have a credit card, mm -hmm. there's rewards that are associated with it, whether it's cash back, airline miles yep. or whatever. So, um, I don't have, I don't, I don't use those. So tell us, tell us all about that. Yeah. So managed well, they're super effective. Uh, I'll tell you a great example. So I'm not promoting this company. I actually like them a lot, but Southwest airlines, mm -hmm. I've had a Southwest airlines card for probably 20 years now, 15 years anyways. Um, so an example of the rewards we all know is that every dollar that you spend, you get a, you know, get a point. Um, a certain purchases might get two or three points. So gas purchases or things like that uh, might get multiple points. Um, but then once you hit, a, as you pay it down, uh, every, every, for every car it's different, but you hit a certain threshold where you have enough points, you get a free ticket. Yeah. Right. Nice. Uh, I can tell you, I have not paid for my wife or I to fly on Southwest and probably... 10 years. Okay. Um, there's also, there's different uh, levels. So if you're a small business owner where you have a lot of, like I'm a small business owner, so I have a lot of movement of money that has to happen regardless. Um, so using a Capital One where you're getting cash back, Costco cards, there's there's cash okay. back on purchases, gas cards, you get cents off every gallon that yes. you spend anyways. The point is, is like uh, we, we spoke about in a different episode about credit cards or tools. Right. Tools you'll use well work. Mm -hmm. uh, a hammer used to beat somebody over the head is not an effective tool, right? <laughs> uh, but if you use that tool well, you can save a ton of money. And yeah. so, um, you know, there's one card I have. Uh, uh, it's a capital, uh, the Capital One card, actually. 
that I've got like, I don't know, a million, 200,000 points. Wow. I looked at it last time, so I'm saving it for my 20th anniversary because I've literally never used the points oh on it. Oh my gosh, how fun. Um, on my 20th anniversary, I believe by then I'll have enough points that I'll be able to go to Europe first class with my wife. Oh my gosh. And stay for two weeks in a luxury hotel and not pay a dollar. So that's legit. That's it's just, you know, it yeah. depends on the, the, the rewards and utilizing it. Um, a lot of them, you got to read the small print. Like I do not believe in cards that will charge you an annual fee. You know, if it's going to charge you a $79 fee every year, a hundred dollar fee every year, like be careful about those. There are some cards that the fee's worth it. If they've got a concierge service okay. or they're going to help you get tickets, you can't get if you're like a sports fan That's or a cool. music person. Yeah. Uh, oh, but it's worth, you can actually Google uh, rewards credit cards and it'll give you a whole slew and tell you what the benefits and perks are. What I would tell you to watch out for, uh, for sure, just remember the purpose of a credit card is not to carry a balance. Right. Like use the credit card and things you're going to pay off monthly anyways. Like use it for your, if you're, uh, for your gas, your food, uh, use it if you're in a business setting for the stuff you've got to put on, on a credit card because you're yeah. required to. Um, but the purpose is to pay it off each month because if you do that, then those rewards truly are free. You have to ask yourself the question though of That's why would point. the credit cards ask or offer those rewards? It's because the average person does not utilize credit cards like a tool. Right. So they so carry that balance, up. that interest. You're paying for your own rewards well, if you're carrying like, balance. Well, they're like, you know, Happy before you to, spend, here. here's some points towards yeah, your tickets. And absolutely. then it's like this weird justification in your mind of, yep. okay. But I, I do like them in general. Um, and it takes Southwest a, a point further. So if you're a small business owner, as an example, if you send, spend a certain amount of money annually on that credit card, then you have a you get a friend's fry, fly free. Oh, that's cool. So I have a... That's a huge deal. Yeah, the so companion literally pass and, and the companion pass, I can change a couple times a year. But obviously, it's my wife most of the time. But if I want to go with my friend on a fishing trip, I can yeah. literally change it over to them. We'll buy one ticket for the two of us. And then, and then he can buy uh, a hotel room for us to split. Yeah. It's just things like that that add up that's, over a lifetime. That's awesome. Um, I know we bank with Chase and on our check card... They do reward points. Yep. And so then you can spend them on travel or gift cards to all sorts of different retailers, um, which is really cool. Um, and then again, the fuel rewards. Yep. So I've never done a fuel rewards program until I got the big car. And I'm like, gas is going to suck in this thing. Um, <clears throat> and so I signed up for it and it's like five, 10, I think it goes up to like 25 cents or something per gallon. And yep. so it really, really does add up. And you can link um, all different cards to it. So no matter uh, who, if Randy's using his card, I'm using my card, whatever, it's everything goes rewards. into that, which is which is really cool. Uh, That's awesome. So taking advantage of those is a great hack. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> take it one step further too. And it goes back to a hack of what not to do. Um, you know, keep paying attention to the fees. Like the fees don't seem like a lot, but the fees add up. So whether it's a credit card or when you're looking at different banking, uh, you know, one of my buddies uh, who will remain unnamed is a small business owner himself. And he went back and he looked and he was, he's paying something like on average 750 bucks a month in fees. Fees? Yeah, because On a of, credit card? Uh, no, at a bank. So going to banks and credit cards and just the, <laughs> gotcha. paying attention to the fees as a hack is super That's important. A lot. Well, you know, he, he's a small business owner and he writes checks. And so the checks have to, you know, the, this local bank charges them for every check he writes. 
small print thing doesn't seem like a big deal. Ooh. But when you add up month after month after month, he's paying, you know, 800 bucks a month. Yeah. $9,600 a year as small business owner. Ooh. Like just a pick a different chunk. bank or go back and negotiate. Yeah. Or you don't know, write checks, right? I mean, I guess or don't write checks. Use Venmo. Or use Venmo. <laughs> there you go. Right. I don't um, think that's a appropriate way to pay people, but no. whatever. Nah. I'll take money just about any way you want to send it. <laughs> any way you want to send it. Um, cool. Okay. So da, 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 da. I will, I'm going to jump to this one. Um, sign up for promotional emails. Um, so most people kind of cringe mm. when you're on a website and they ask for your email address because you're just thinking they're going to spam the crap out of me it's actually a good hack. all I like the time. Um, and so I set up, an email account that is just for promotional stuff. Mm. So one, I don't have to be annoyed or not want to sign up for something because I don't want all the emails, right? Because I don't ever check it. It just, everything goes in there. That sounds like Christy's personal email. I think she has like 100,000 <laughs> right. unread emails. <laughs> or maybe it's her savings hack email. You just, have you ever asked I, her? I appreciate her. <laughs> I appreciate her. I can't look at the, like I, I look at my phone and I get annoyed if I've got more than 10 unread emails. Like hers literally mm -hmm. is six figures. It's literally over a hundred thousand unread emails. I know, it's funny people, to me. I know a few people like that too, <laughs> for sure. Um, and so whenever I go to, if I'm going to go shopping or whatever, then I just pop that email address open, take a look at all of the different promos that are out there um, before I start shopping. So I think that is a, a great one. It's super easy and it gives you a place to just stash everything yep. and it not, you know, clog up your important emails. I love so that. Uh, yeah, there's a, a few. It's funny that you did that. It's also not just the promotional emails for for uh, services and things like that, but also um, I shop twice a year at Nordstrom's. Oh, uh, I have, okay. Yeah, I have that. What did you put down? What was it? What well, was your... I have personal shopper written down, but I, I don't want to go there because I, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know, but just stay with me on this thought process. I'll let you start since actually you brought it up. Okay. I'll bring it up, but we'll see how this goes. So, um, yeah, so I shop, I hate shopping first of all, and I hate buying clothes because I know that we're going to use them for a final period of time, but I have to wear them. It turns out, <laughs> and I've got to be in a professional setting. So uh, what I do is I'll go to Nordstrom's, but I'll only do it during, uh, for the most part, like 99% of the time, I'll only go during their half, their half, half, yeah, their yeah. half price off sales, right? Uh, Semi-annual sales, what they call it. And um, and I'll go buy everything at that time. You know, I know yeah. I'm going to, so I want to know those dates because that, that might be a week long only. Yeah. And so that's something I do want to be notified of. Totally. Um, just for the, 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 the heads up, you know, you think about also uh, timing for when to buy. Uh, seasons. Mm -hmm. Seasons are you know, huge. Like, don't go buy Christmas lights the week before Christmas. I personally you know, struggle huge in this area because, okay, so take Christmas as an example. Kay. When Christmas is over, it is over in my mind. I do not want to see it. I don't want to buy anything Retailers for it. love you. I just don't like it. It's over, right? And so- You pay full, full price every I, time. Every time. Like, and I knew we were going to need a new Christmas tree. This was a couple of years ago. I'm like, we should really go buy one right now. I can't even muster up the energy. It's like the holiday season is so exhausting that when it's over, I'm just like, well, that's what I we say. just can't do the life hacks. Just two or three of them. <laughs> three. This is not your area I'm gonna of expertise. Keep shopping full price. So there. <laughs> so there. <laughs> okay. So I was going to say having a personal shopper is actually a great way to save money. So stay with me. Um, 
It's not as bougie as it sounds. I promise. It sounds very bougie. It, it, I know. It sounds very bougie. It's really not as. I mean, it's actually fantastic. How do you spell bougie? But um, sassy, bougie, ratchet. No, we're not talking about TikTok. <laughs> How do you spell? That was bougie? a test. He totally knows that was a TikTok song. <laughs> How do you spell bougie? Uh, B O O B O U. C G C A. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a fail. We'll move on. I was gonna say B O O. Did I get a niner in there? <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. After I, when I was coming back from work from being on maternity leave with Walker, I had yeah. nothing to wear because none of my clothes fit yet, and so I was cruising around Nordstrom, and this sweet sales manager came over and we hit it off sparks flew okay and she, does your husband wear this she became my, yeah he's for it he's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i've missed you <laughs> um so she became my personal shopper okay and i i don't like to shop either it's not one of my favorite things to do i very short periods of time yep. i'm okay i don't like to go to every store it's yep. just I, I just really don't enjoy it so what was really great about kelly is and that was that was her name um is that one she worked really well off of a budget really well so i would tell her exactly how much money i could spend and you guys i'm not saying I would go in and say, I've got a thousand dollars to drop this week and 500 next week. I literally be like, I have 200 bucks. What can we work with? And she, I would set an appointment. I would go in and she would have the entire dressing room mm -hmm. stocked and ready. And then we would just try stuff on in and out mm -hmm. in an hour, different uh, tons of stuff on sale. So it wasn't just all, you know, Yep. so that was really effective. The, but here's the other thing as women, we buy 35 black tops. We buy the same pair of jeans. We buy so we buy the same pieces over and over right. again. And she helped me keep that piece under control. So when I would gravitate towards one piece, she would say, you just bought a pair of jeans last week, but you still haven't bought the black dress pants that you've said that you need a pair of. And so she would keep me in line that way, which was so nice. And the last piece is she totally would call me and tell me when there were sales, you know, and or when something I had my eye on but didn't want to buy it because it was full price or too expensive or whatever, she would call me and say, we just marked it down 50%. So awesome. really, like there was some true benefits there. So I'm pretending like I don't know what you're talking about, but I had a... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> his name was Josh, right? His name was Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so I enlisted a... Josh... Uh, is the man Josh to be man. clear he had he, he had me. you teed up real nice it's pretty what where'd he go what happened uh he, well, where's he left, josh he, he, yeah he left. exactly what happened here <laughs> i feel like happened? i feel assaulted and attacked here no i uh, same thing my was for time management purposes more than anything else but uh, you know the way you're describing it is actually true um because i would just say i need Two pair, like he was the one that would originally call me and tell me hey the the, the sale the is the yes. semi-annual things going on and uh, I just tell him I want four slacks, five shirts, uh, mm -hmm. two pairs of, of shoes, brown and black, two pairs of belts, brown and black. Yeah. And I tell him I'd want three or four, um, you know, more comfortable shirts for when it's hot in Texas mm -hmm. or just to go out with my wife on a date night. 
And, that's uh, when enter linen. Yeah, that, enter I'm linen. That's where the linen color, came. I'm a little <laughs> colorblind, right? I'm a little colorblind with uh, a couple colors, and and uh, he had style and flair. Josh is <laughs> he was, uh, he's awesome. He's an awesome, uh, very sparkly man that I, I liked a lot, and uh, and he came in and he would definitely just lay it out. He same rocked thing. it out. Where'd he go? What happened to him? I have no idea where he went. He didn't. I know it. exactly where Kelly is. Well, I wish She's I knew in where Utah. he was. Oh yeah, she's in Utah. She moved up there. North. I haven't been able to replace her. them. You know, it's funny is uh, I haven't replaced mine either. Yeah, what's funny is when you find a good one, you got to stick with them. But I, I, mean, I, I probably worked with Josh for about eight years. I mean, I, I came out of the dark ages of of uh, college clothes. Uh, he brought me along. He's kind of dressed me up and taught me how to like, dress like a good human. Job. He did it. The other thing too is not that this is not a hack, and this is it's just they kind of get you out of your comfort zone, yep. you know, and make you try things that. You wouldn't normally. Well, what's try, cool which for is me cool. too is what he would always do is say, "You can wear this pants with these three shirts." Oh, good! I'm he would give you parameters. So oh, it's I would like, literally go hang those in my. Was closet. it like geranimals? Is that what it's called for kids? You. Like match the like lion. If there's a lion on the shorts, Jesus. you find the lion on the shirt, and you can wear those two together. Is that how he did it? Yes, <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly. That's exactly it. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> geranimals. Hey, you're fired. There's something. <laughs> there's a there's a name for that. There's a I can't remember it is. Don't want to skip two obvious ones. The two obvious ones we started working on in different classes, but uh, if you still haven't started uh, maxing out your 401k and setting aside a auto draft from your yeah, paycheck, this is such a big deal. it's such a mistake to not do those two things. So uh, I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but just take while you're working from home, just take the 10, 15 minutes to talk to your HR. If there's a 401k, yes. get it set up, make the auto draft happen. And if you've got a bank, that you have got a, the ability to set up a, a side savings account or an Acorn account or whatever, yeah. start drafting money out of your checking because what we know is that if the money is not there for you to spend, if it's out of sight, out of mind, it just grows on its own. It does. One of, I'll tell you a crazy story that I didn't even think of, but now I have to watch it and manage it better. So um, because I own multiple investment properties, my attorney made me open up a, a series LLC. And so each properties in its own LLC hmm. to protect me as far as if God forbid there's ever a lawsuit, um, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a protection entity, right? But when I do that, I have to create a different bank account for each of those different properties, right? Okay. So money going in from rents paid goes only into those different bank accounts. Well, because I don't have on my phone each individual bank account for each individual rental property, oh, yeah. And I did that five years ago. About four years ago, I started thinking to myself, I was like, wait a second. Like, I, I, I know in my overall asset statement that the money's coming in because I can see the rents happening. Right. And I get the reports. I was like, where the hell's the money? Yeah. Well, I went in and I looked in each of those individual bank accounts. And if you put in an extra $1,000 of rent every month for five years times 10 properties, all of a sudden, there was a whole, 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 whole lot of cash sitting yeah. there. I was like, oh, I need to go buy two more investment properties with that cash. With cash. cash. So it just there sat there and built and built and built yeah. and built. But again, it wasn't in front of me, so I didn't access it and I wasn't touching it. I wasn't doing anything with Man, it. Man, that is um, the thing. And I the call whole them bumper pads, is, right? Yeah, just Put your bumper out, pads up. Get and it that out of your side out of mind. Safe. It was not the best thing for it to sit in a checking account right. all the time. So this Good is point. also learning about what I did wrong too. Yeah. Uh, but that was super interesting. And it just goes to show you when you know you can touch it, you're going to spend it. You're going to spend it. You're going to find a way to do it. You're going to justify the boat. You're going to justify the mm -hmm. new clothes or the mm -hmm. new purse. Absolutely. Get rid of it. Yep. So I just say auto draft, auto draft, auto draft. Auto draft um, for savings. I love that. I love that. Yep. 
And he talked about 401ks being maxed yeah, out. Yeah, to go to number five, because I think this is all super important. Um, you're going to have to talk about this one because I don't think I have actually ever Well, done I know this. you've done some of them, or I guess your husband did a lot of them, yeah, I guess. I don't know. So let's talk about that for a second. I feel so, like they tell me no, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else so to say. Like, one of the hacks is, is like, you probably all have heard the phrase of if you don't ask, you don't get. Yes. And right? when I ask, I don't get. And then I just go, right. Okay. okay moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry for bothering you. So I feel like we should squeeze in a little bit of a negotiation class here because that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a good place for it. Are we okay on time so far? I have I don't, no I, idea. I have no idea how long. Oh, what are we doing, Gabe? Okay, so we've got some time. So I'm going to squeeze this one in for you. This is a little extra for you. This is... Uh, bonus well, my, it's footage. It's bonus footage. So one of my favorite things to study and read and work on is negotiation skills. And... Taking lots of classes, I've read lots of books. There's a, a a great book, probably the best negotiation book out there, called "Never Split the Difference." Yeah, one of my favorite books of all time. It's written by uh, the the lead SWAT. negotiator for, yeah, for the for, oh, for SWAT. Okay. Yeah, he was basically the guy that for uh, he would negotiate the releases of hostages. Yes, and he has right? a master class. So his whole, his whole idea was uh, it's really hard to split the difference if the guy's life is on the line, right? So he had to always win hundred percent, or the guy would <sighs> die. Right. Uh, or somebody would die. Like if you have to yeah. finally say, we can't negotiate this, go kill the, you know, go get a guy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, did the best so it, my point in saying this is one of the hacks that this all goes into is go back and renegotiate your damn bills. Like you've had a subscription with your cable bill or your cell phone bill or your gym membership or uh, whatever. Especially when you uh, your uh, alarm system is another example. Oh, yeah. Lots of those have this first year sign up special yes. that you get in and then a year later it goes up by 25 or 50% or more yeah and you but you're already set up with the alarm system you're already set up with whatever and it just goes on and on and on well it's so funny to me how I'll, when i would and i've done this multiple times over just the last 8 years in my current house that i'll call up cable yes soft cable uh, call up the cable company and the say hey, listen i don't really appreciate paying this much i'm about to switch to satellite and then they say, whoa, 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 let me Wait take this. Uh, oh, by the way, you, you you qualify for this most recent promotion, right? So my point so is, this is all negotiable. Um, you know, it might not be worth, pay, worth the pain in the butt for you. So you might look at it and say, oh, if I save an extra 20 bucks just by asking, it's better than switching and saving 40 bucks, but I've got to go through the pain in the ass factor. Yeah. But you still save the 20 bucks, right? For sure. So negotiation skills really come down to um, three pieces, right? It's it's the, it's the how committed somebody is to their value in product and service, mm -hmm. which generally speaking, phone operators are not that committed to the service. <laughs> They're just there for the $10 an hour. Uh, so they'll easily give up the company's money if it means them not getting fired. Um, I get so, the most committed people right? on earth. Right, oh, that's what it is, okay. You're just super nice. You're like, oh, you're so sweet. Okay. Right. Um, okay. But uh, how committed somebody is, the mindset that they go into it, right? And then the the skills themselves. That's the problem. It's the mindset. I just yeah. know it's going to be a no. So um, I'm not going to talk much about the mindset and the commitment, but I will talk about the skills because there's lots of fun stories that come out of these yeah, that we, we yeah, always talk about. Sure. So, you know, when you think about skills, the first one is, is uh, something called the flinch, right? And, you know, different ethnicities, different upbringings, uh, cer certain parts of the world are more apt to be a flincher and yeah. a flincher. You, you definitely yeah. know what that looks like where it's, um, uh, no matter what, even if it's a, if you're, if you're selling a product or service or, or in my world, a mortgage, right. Uh, you know, if I'm offering the best rate of the day and I know it's the best rate of the day and Hey, Brynn, your rate today is 3%. What? Right. That's a flinch. What? Right. 
no matter what they they cry foul and sometimes it's literally big and loud and verbal it's like are you kidding me right uh, and that's a flinch and what's really interesting is uh, we i went to this class and they did this big study and apparently like 10 percent of all americans are flinchers right Just a flinch. but when you ask a flincher you know do they really expect somebody to drop their price when they flinch they all will tell you no um it goes back to if you don't ask yeah. you definitely won't get so their get- daddy taught them you should ask. Just always ask. Ask aggressively and you're more likely to get something. Yeah. So it, depending on how committed that person is, their value, product, and service, they'll come up the price or not. So for example, uh, Keith Czar's Pools is a local pool dealership. In my opinion, they're probably the best locally in San Antonio, multi-generational, warranties out the wazoo. Uh, they, have a, they are currently in this month doing three times the volume of their capacity yes, I of heard new this. pools. <clears throat> Why? Because people are stuck at home and they want to swim this summer, right? I mean, um, I mean, I'm calling them. Right. So, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. so when when you have a line out the back door, three times more leads than you can actually physically close. How committed are you to your value, product, and service? Really freaking high. Yeah. So they can say, "Hey, your pool's gonna be a hundred thousand. You're like, "What?" And they're like, "I said a hundred thousand. Like, I said a hundred twenty. Yeah. So Take right. Take it. So try to flinch um, again. It's right. And that's that's the truth. And so you know, I learned this skill, and um, I probably learned this maybe seven years ago yeah, when I actually had it explained to me. So that day, I literally had a um, an AC went out at one of my properties. I think I told you this, yeah, and yeah. and this the AC went out. So I called up an AC repair guy, and God knows, like I don't know what the hell to do and how to fix an AC. And so, guy calls me up, and he's I'm not gonna get the numbers exactly right. I'm sure I've recorded this at some point somewhere else. So don't overhold me on the numbers. But I'll tell you this much: it was probably like a forty five hundred dollar repair bill. So he says, "Hey, good news, Josh. Figure out the problem. Bad news, it's gonna cost forty five hundred bucks." And I just learned this. I said, "What?" Are you kidding me? How much you say that was? And the guy literally in less than a second said 3750. I said 3750, sir. I said, "Oh, sorry. Okay. You broke up again. I guess go ahead and fix that, right? So, it was literally like the tune of 700 or 1000 bucks I saved this by saying, "What?" Yeah. Are you kidding me? Here's the That's point. Crazy. Uh, I've got banker hands, right? Like these are soft hands. I'm not that proud of them. And there's nothing I could have done to fix the AC. So if he had said it was 4,500 or 5,500, what would I have, what would I have said? Okay. Okay, when go ahead and fix come? it. It's freaking hot over there. I need you yes. to turn the AC on here in Texas. Yeah. So the flinch is really powerful uh, yeah. both ways. So if you're somebody's trying to counter you, mm-hmm. just understand that it's being asked. And if, it, if you've got a good value proctor service, stick to it. And if you don't, you're going to flinch uh, or you're going to give up. And, and so using that when you're attacking cable companies, yeah. uh, alarm companies, things like that is super effective. Uh, and it does work. You know, um, I was on the phone as recently as the beginning of COVID. I forgot to tell you the story. And I was pissed off because my bandwidth wasn't very good. I had a couple <laughs> drop things. So I got in the, uh, uh, you know, I'm trying to do Zoom meetings and FaceTime live and all this, Facebook live, and it's falling. I'm losing my damn mind. It's like, why doesn't my shit work? Yeah, it's and freezing so over get, and over right. again. We're like, Josh. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. So anyways, uh, you know, I called up. Uh, the company AT and T, uh, and they they they've got my service at the house. So what you need is you need a Wi Fi extender. I was like, okay, cool. How much is that? And they said a hundred bucks. I said I don't want to pay that. So go ahead and get it over here and give it to me for free. And they said no, it's like a hundred bucks. And I literally said, Katie's on the phone with me. Uh, and I literally said, listen, I pay for a service. The shit's not working here. Get this shit working, or I'm gonna go to a different service. You tell me what. And they literally sent it to me in the box. They said, well, we can't install it for you. But it's just a plug-in and it'll work. They're like, but installation will be $100. <laughs> I 
hundred bucks gone. They just sent me the damn device and I just plug it in and that's why it works you in my backyard. You plug it into a wall? You literally that's plug it in. That's the installation? It's a Wi-Fi <laughs> extender, yes. I mean, we have them at our house. I don't know how they were you installed. You literally plug it plug into it. the wall. It finds the other network. It, it's an extender. It's the craziest thing. So, but my point was, I was irritated. I knew how to flinch and I was like, how much was it? hundred bucks. I don't want to pay that. Go ahead and give it to me for I'm, free. I'm choosing no. not to. Okay, then I'm going to switch services. Okay, we'll give it to you for free. That was the end of the conversation. Why? Because that frontline person- was, hates us right now. Well, <laughs> sorry, AT&T. I apologize. Sorry, they will not be paying for advertisement. Until you do, and then I'm going to be- I'm gonna, I can sell oh some stuff God. too. Don't you worry. So, um, so going to the next uh, uh, negotiation skill, um, one of them is called silence, right? My favorite. Well, it's women love silence. My it's best favorite. used on men. Ice them out. Ice them out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, silence is definitely best used on men. And so if somebody says a number to you that you just, it's so far out of the realm of possibility, the best answer is just <laughs> saying nothing. So a good example would be in real estate. Uh, you know, there's there's investors out there. I don't, you know, I'm one of them, right? So I don't have negative feelings about this, but a house might be worth 200,000. They're like, well, just shoot over an offer of 150 and see what they say, you know, because it might've been the market for a long time. Maybe yeah. there's a distress situation. Um, but what a poor realtor will do, a, a bad realtor representing that seller, if the house is really worth 200,000 and a 150 offer comes across, is they'll go back to their seller and say, hey, let's keep them in the mix. Let's keep this conversation let's, going. Let's come back with yeah, let's, 195. Let's counter. Yeah. let's counter with 195, keep the conversation going. Yeah. Well, what happened was, uh, you know, the new negotiating starting point is not 200. It started 195. Yeah. Now that's where you're starting. Yeah. So the best medicine is just to not respond. You know, that's what you should do. And so again, coming back to these types of things, especially I, I've done this before, um, signing back up for Gold Gyms when I went back to Gold Gym, Gold's Gym. You know, they're signing me up. They're like, hey, for this, you can go to all the different ones and, and this is the cost. And I just looked at them and they're like, do you have any questions? <laughs> so do you have any questions? I just kept on looking at them. And uh, said, you don't really want <laughs> like, all the wow, different gyms. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I said, well, let me go ahead and relook at the numbers for you. I said, okay, cool. And that was the end of the negotiation. They just bowed down because I didn't want to do that. Oh my gosh. Um, so they, they really do work. And the joke that I always <laughs> use is, is, it's not a joke. It actually happened to me is years ago. Life. This is years ago. Christy can confirm. You know, about 15 years ago, some of my old fraternity brothers came back in town and they asked me to go out with them that night. Always a bad starting point. Bad starting point. <laughs> and uh, I went out with them way too late. And it's one of those nights where it was, it was definitely harmless fun. It was just definitely us boys hanging out. That was a newlywed. I was probably married for two years or three years at the time. Anyways, uh, I come, in fact, I think Aubrey was just born. So this is 13 years ago because I think the reason Christy didn't want to go out just was because we had a baby. It gets worse and worse. It gets worse, worse and worse. So of course, uh, of course, I go out. It's one of those moments where I look at my watch. It's like, well, shoot, she's asleep by now. Right, now I passed like, the threshold. I've already keep in trouble. On going. I'll just keep going. <laughs> keep on going. So I walk in the door like well after hours. It's probably two, three in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I was probably expected home probably around midnight. So this is an example of a bad behavior. <laughs> Don't do this. I suck as a man. I apologize. But I come walking the door and, uh, you know, close the door and turn around. And <laughs> it's like the scariest moment of my life. My wife was sitting awake on the couch just staring at me. That's terrible. I was like, hey, babe, you're up. <laughs> and she was silent. silent. I said, are you okay? And she was silent. <laughs> and then damned if like... 
all truths here. I'm just spewed forward. I was with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. I did nothing wrong. That's what we did. I'm really sorry. I apologize. Oh you're God. right. I'm wrong. You're you're nice. I'm mean. That's this hilarious. will never happen again. And I don't do that stuff anymore. But she, was like, she didn't even have to tell me what not to do. I just don't like, do that oh, anymore. I didn't even know you were gone. I was just, I just couldn't sleep. I was sleepwalking. I didn't, sleepwalking. You know, she might not actually remember this conversation. She might have just been staring at me because she was asleep. Wouldn't that be the damnedest? That's funny. That is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, okay. Keep going. So that is negotiation skills with your bills. So go take advantage of some people. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, just just kidding. If you don't ask, you're not going to get it. And if it's I'm recurring just forever, yeah. just go no, back for and sure. it. That's the biggest thing. For sure. Um, okay. How about, how about the old change jar? How about yeah, that change Acorn jar? Acorn and change jar are, are, are kind of synonymous. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's amazing how much they add up to. Right. I mean, at, for real, it's, it, it, it's the loose change. It's also fun as far as getting kids involved. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm not going to take my change jar and ever get into a bank, but I do like it when my kids dump it out and they yes. count it all up yes. and it helps them out with understanding money and then I'll let them go turn it in. Turn that's, it in. That's a good thing. So um, anytime we, we do have a change jar and anytime we travel, go on a road trip, whatever, then we turn in the change and then that's what they can use for oh, really? road trip food and snacks or whatever the heck they want. Oh, right. That's cool. Um, so that's a fun way to do it. And it does come out to quite a bit and it adds up really fast, really yep. fast. So my brother's probably the best person, um, in the change jar department. Um, he only saves quarters and I think I want to say he saved up like $5,000 in quarters one time. Like he was crazy. He's a bartender, right? Cra yes. And so he doesn't turn in his quarters. He doesn't cash them in like a lot of people do and yeah. you know, take the dollars. Um, and so he did that for years. Like I can remember his, this, you know, every type of jar or jug or whatever, it was break because it just got so heavy. Wow. Um, and that now I think he's upgraded to $5 bills. I think, I think he clips $5 bills before a shift or something like all sorts of weird, crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, so change jars are, are, are super fun and, and they're, yep. and they add up to quite a bit. And there's change all over my house, all over my house, all over. So, um, okay, save your change. I put Where down another at? one that's a really basic one, uh, but it's really just, a, it's, again, it's a lifelong thing. Um, it kind of goes hand in hand with two concepts I've spoken about before, but keeping your cars and your properties as long as possible. Oh, yes. Chris Hockert brought that up on Facebook. Oh, did he? Mm -hmm. Oh, he's a smart guy. I like that guy. Um, yeah, keeping your cars and property for as long as, as possible is a basic one, uh, which goes hand in hand with, in my opinion, having a no man or a no woman. Yes. Um, like just who's the person you run by and saying, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And having that no person that says, yeah, you're stupid. That works just fine. Um, that's yeah. going to give you a, like, it's amazing how fast because we're a consumer bent society that we think that this old thing just needs to be gone. So my wife and I were looking at uh, moving again. And, you know, I've been at home for the last eight weeks. And so I look at is the paint, the walls that need to be painted yeah. and the roof that needs to be redone and the blah, 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 blah. And so I just did some mental math as far as how much it would cost to just rehab the property and like just redo our bathrooms and redo the kitchen yeah. and redo the paint and all that stuff. And what I came up to is it'd be far cheaper for me far cheaper. in this case yeah. to just redo it. Um, so that's what we're doing. In fact, I've got, nice. uh, I, I'll have the exterior painted next week and there we're already go. picked out our floors that we're going to move forward on. And 
That's you know, we've fun. been in the house for eight years. Yeah. Uh, and the the house is already five years old when we bought it. So it's amazing mm-hmm. how things start to just get out of style. Uh, but it's funny. I remember distinctly when I left my first house, in order to put it on the market for rental, we decided that we needed to repaint it. We re- needed to put gray countertops in. Yes. We needed to put these floors in. And so we did it. And right before we were moving, we were like, why the hell didn't we do this earlier so we can enjoy it? Right? When you get your house so show ready, enjoy. right? it's like, and a oh, lot look, of people, they get a show it. ready and they're like, man, I, it, I forgot how much I like this house. Absolutely. And so those are examples of how to keep things longer. Um, you know, I remember I got really irritated at a car once because, you know, I was stepping in this truck and so my ass wore down the seat. Mm-hmm. So the leather seat gets just cut up and off with it right. out with the truck well i, I was just like it. man that that doesn't look very professional that's not and i, I went and called somebody because i had a visage member that that actually did reupholstering of literally car chairs it was like 500 bucks to get oh it redone and i was literally about to turn you in a your, damn truck like, because that makes sense be gone with it as I can't opposed even to just it. fix yeah. it which yeah uh one way hack wise my dad taught me this way one the the way you'll keep a car longer is every time anything comes up that annoys you, fix it immediately. Okay, I like so that. So like if you have a squeaky window, yeah. like the, when it goes up and down, it gets stuck. Fix it. Go in and fix it immediately because I in the moment, it's that. like 200 bucks to refix that little right. motor, right? But if you've got a squeaky window, if your car seat's all screwed up, if now, the, it's, a, the, now the, it's a hunk of junk, if the lights are kind of faded over a little bit or kind of fogged over, and now it's, I'm not going to spend $2,000 to fix this damn car. Well, upkeep, 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 keep up with yes. it. That habit is a hack that will save you a lot of money long term. I love that. I love that. I, I could definitely benefit from that because, um, yeah, I mean. You me, like me shiny and new. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We talked about shopping off season. We did. Uh, we didn't talk about, though, uh, stocking up on cool gifts. You know, I love this. Uh, that's okay, a good one. So, who, who brought okay. that one up? All right. So we have gone through all of ours and now I do want to take time to point out some, just some of the really cool things that came up out of Facebook. And I'm just so impressed. People had some great things to say and a lot of comments, a lot of engagement on this. So um, Eric Roberts said, take your lunch to work. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, we talked about that earlier. It saves tons of money, $10 a day, $10 a day, if yep. not more. Um, that's if you're eating takeout and not going to a restaurant, yep. right? Um, leave your credit cards at home was another yep. thing that he said. So I know plenty of people that just roll with their credit cards. I mean, that's what yep. you do. It's part of your wallet, right? Um, so just leave them at home. Uh, meal prep came up a lot. And so that's why I, I, there's just a lot of money to save in the kitchen for sure. Um, specifically to your, what you brought up first was the gift closet. Oh my gosh. So this is great. This is great. Who brought it up? Um, this is my friend, Teresa Perez. And, uh, she was actually my Nana's hospice nurse. Yes. So such a doll. And, um, I, I almost positive she's a big Dave Ramsey person. And so as she had all sorts of fun stuff to say, but, um, the gift closet is such, I love this. My mom's actually really good at this too. Mm-hmm. Um, going to buying things when you see them on sale, when you know, it's a good deal, go ahead and buy them and just keep them in a closet. All, you know, if you have, here's your kids stuff, here's stuff for adults. And then every time you need a gift, you just have a go-to, um, Saves tons of time and tons of money too. Yep. Tons of time because well, I can buying like the wrappers and all the 
paper that goes in the gifts all from oh, the dollar store? Yeah. Just have it all in there. Have it all. And reuse them. Yes. I hate to say it. Yes. Um, I'm great about keeping my bags. Um, so we definitely reuse bags. Um, but just having a nice gift station is a huge deal. And um, yep. uh, actually, Jennifer Hernandez taught me and Randy this in our first year of coaching. And it might sound kind of mean, but it actually makes a lot of sense. So, you know, your kids have several gift receiving holidays, right? So you have all your right. Christmas, you have all right. your birthdays. So they get tons and tons of toys. Every birthday before they go and open their gifts, sliding two off to the side. So you can then give them to them later, right? So mm. you can keep them stocked away, give them to them later or re-gift them or something like that. Huh. Um, kind of interesting to think about because you think about the amount of presents they get for their birthdays. I mean, especially if you have a birthday party and their friends, yeah. everybody brings something. Um, so I love the idea of the gift closet and just having a little go-to um, because the alternative is, oh crap, I forgot a gift. I'm going to just stop on the way to the party to get something, yep. right? I'll take it a step further too for small businesses. Um, you know, like I have lots of referring partners. We have lots mm -hmm. of business partners. Uh, and you know, part of the deal is I want to honor them on their birthdays or, you know, just show a little acts of kindness, nothing big, but, you know, getting guys gifts kind of picked out or our clients, you know, our clients, yeah. when they close, you know, they all get their uh, welcome mat for their homes. Right. Yeah. Uh, Actually, but picking, we don't do that anymore. We changed well, that, that was last year as uh, an yeah. example. We change it once a year, yeah. but uh, the whole idea is within a budget, within a because budget. you're thinking about it, yeah. you figure out, especially things you're going to have to do a lot of, like if you have an extended family, and you're going to mm -hmm. have to buy 15 different presents for all the kids of all the aunts and nephews and cousins yeah. and all that. Um, then thinking in June about those gifts and now you're looking for what would be a cool gift that everyone would like. So I'll give you an example for guys. For me, uh, I've got a, my friends drink. A lot of them do. And uh, about three years ago, the whiskey stones started coming out. Yes. Uh, yeah, where you so get fun. these whiskey stones, you throw it in the freezer. And so it doesn't melt and, and, and make your whiskey not uh, watered down. Yeah. But they're super inexpensive. But they're a cool gift. Really cool gift. So you're talking about a $12 gift that I could buy 50 of them. Yes. And for an entire year, we were giving them out to business partner guys or birthdays for friends. Yeah, and, they're, that's a great and gift. it's not about the amount. It's about... It's a cool gift and I was thought of on my birthday. Absolutely. Right? But what happens? We we look in Facebook and we see, oh shit, my friend's birthday's today. I forgot What's about it. What's the quickest, easiest? What does he want? Well, now we we yeah. overcompensate a little bit. We go buy a bottle of whiskey. And now that bottle of <laughs> whiskey is 40 bucks. Yeah. Instead of the $12 stones, that bottle of whiskey is going to be gone in about, well, my friend's about a day. <laughs> and uh, yeah. as opposed to, you know, they're going to use those whiskey stones for three years. So- Oh, I love I that too. That so my really thing matters. with gifting is I do not, if I'm giving a gift, uh -huh. if I'm giving a gift, I don't want it to be digestible or disposable. That's very good. So don't eat it or drink it because then it's gone and they don't remember that the gift was given because they don't get to look at it anymore. Um, and nothing that is going to become trash at some point, yep. right? But the, those whiskey stone things. I also don't like gifts with logos on them. Oh, that's like... Personally. E like a gift for the people gift. in the back, you cannot put logos on your gifts unless it is their logo. Like, yeah. look, I got you a pair of socks with your logo on it. That's legit. But to give somebody a pair of socks with a Sigmund yeah. Team logo, yeah, like that's not cool. They don't want my that's logo. That's not, cool. yeah. <laughs> not cool. That's not cool. 
<laughs> because it's now it's just advertising and marketing and the thought is removed. What okay. Else, what else was a cool? This is a huge one. Um, Amy, Hannah, which is mm -hmm. Justine's cousin, um, talked about subscriptions. So a lot of times you can sign up for your free trial for 30 mm -hmm. days. Um, a lot of times those come in app form right. and you think that, oh, well, if I delete oh, yeah, the app, yeah. then now I deleted the subscription. So False. not true. So not true. You will continue to be charged. And let me tell you, it is not as easy as you think to go and find where to cancel these subscriptions off of. Yep. So um, I asked Randy ahead of time and I thought he would just send me um, the answer, but he actually screen recorded it. <laughs> so now I can't watch it um, to show exactly how to do it. But um, I truly find so much joy in marking my calendar for 29 days <laughs> and That's like funny. beating them to this. It's like, ha, you didn't get, because I feel like it's a game, right? And so I'm really good I'll about canceling. I'll tell you a, a way that I cancel. <laughs> me. Uh, so whenever I'm looking at my credit card and I see some subscriptions, I can't figure those out because my kids will do weird shit every once mm -hmm. in a while. Uh, you ask your credit card company to shut down the number and send you a new credit card. Ah, yes. So what ends up happening is every you know that's if such, you're, it's like a, you're, it's like putting it through a colander. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> no, I'm not gonna like they're gonna have to contact me to resign huh? up, and I'm not gonna give them my credit card number, and they can't do anything about it. So that's very. But smart. the ones that you do want, like a gym membership or whatever, those you're you able to. Like, oh yeah, I need to go ahead and add them back in. But it's a way to clean it all out that's without them being able to do a damn thing true. about it. Very true. Um, so make sure you're checking your subscriptions. That's huge. Um, what else? What else did we have We're on here? Time. So can I just tell you my favorite one? No, because I'm getting fine through back. these. Okay, fine. Curbside back. pickup. Oh, and I have to talk about, okay. Anytime you can curbside, you have to curbside. And um, I did have one of my diabetic uh, friends on here talk about savings as it relates to being a type 1 diabetic. So extending your uh, continuous glucose monitor usage. So if you're on a Dexcom, um, the the cycle is 10 days you can actually restart those and get a, a little more use out of them which is great because this stuff is so expensive um very simply eating lower carbs you're going to eat you're going to eat less carbs you're going to need less insulin so that's a way to extend your insulin and then also um you know using supplies past their expiration date because a lot of times they're still perfectly fine oh my god that let's talk about that with food too oh, man. like just because your milk says expires on the 13th <laughs> like that means it's gotta be chunky it first thir right <laughs> oh i'm just, just it drives me nuts it's like chops. oh there's a magical date that they are it literally just expires. <laughs> expires like if it smells funky don't drink it if it looks green don't eat it you know <laughs> don't eat if it's got fuzz <laughs> i was gonna try to think of something that rhymed but i can't um okay now we can be done <laughs> okay well uh, uh, my the funniest one that came in it was Chris's. <laughs> yes. Life hack to keep your money: don't get divorced. Just stay married, <laughs> right? Without children. <laughs> that's what he says. Stay married without children. Stay married um, without children. I think that's a that's a uh, about as good as it gets. So, guys, I, I hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, if you have other life hacks, we'd love for you to go ahead and post them below. Please tell uh, us. Send them in. Let us know about it. If you like this, please like or subscribe with your friends and family. But we will see you next time on Sigmund Sense. Bye. Bye.